0: Don't get caught following the laser pointer like some dog. That includes the mask mandates, the Canadian trucker protest, January 6th, Ukraine, social justice news headlines, and especially the treatment of the podcaster Joe Rogan. I've had a weird outer body kind of experience lately, something unique to me because of my lifestyle. I work on this news site. I read a voluminous number of books from all different categories, and I interact with very rich and powerful people nearly every day. So, it's a unique life, but then I hit upon an extraordinary book, one that provided a lot of glue to pull everything together the motivations of election fraud in the 2020 election, the origin of COVID, the hostile intent of China. I think it's one thing to have common sense and to have an ability to see things for what they are, not necessarily what people present to you. It's quite another to finally get that aha moment of confirmation and have a Perry Mason experience where the whole case can then be summed up to a jury for prosecution. And after reading the incredible book by Christopher Leonard, The Lords of Easy Money, I had that moment. And I can say he didn't do it on purpose. All he wanted to do was figure out why the Federal Reserve was continuing a reckless policy of quantitative easing after several years of ZERP, interest rates at or near zero. It helped that I have an old friend who pops in out of my life all the time between stints in federal prison. He's a sovereign citizen who has always professed the evils of corporate ownership of our property. He has an IQ of around 190, he's too smart to follow the laws of stupid people, so he finds himself into all kinds of interesting adventures, and he's too intelligent for the people who inhabit the legal system, lawyers, prosecutors, district attorneys, etc. and knowing people like that can add perspective to everything else, and that has left me tracing it all down to the doorstep where the smoking gun is still sticking out the window of an assassin's sniper shot. I dare say I see the intended killers of America from within the windows of that house, and we have them. Knowing all that, the recent story about Joe Rogan and his censorship on Spotify has all been about one thing, yet nobody has picked up on it. I've never been much of a Joe Rogan fan. The kinds of things they talk about there are like talking to a baker about cake mix. If people care about such things, I'm sure it's the most exciting conversation in the world. But for me there is only one thing I want to do with cake, and that is to eat it. Joe Rogan is left of center and is not something I value. When I think of him, I think of smoking pot with Elon Musk. His podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, has many millions of listeners and a big $100 million deal from Spotify. Most people don't have much time to get into the deep things in life, so they find his conversations interesting. I find them worthlessly liberal. So it was perplexing for many to see the woke left to come down so hard over Joe Rogan by several old hippie musical artists who were upset that COVID-questioning came up on his podcast that punched holes in the official narrative. It didn't make sense to people who listened to some of that music, like that of Neil Young, who has always been about thumbing their nose at the man yet now seemingly doing the work of that same man. Some invisible system of controls that these old hippies were the sudden spokespeople. It's all a distraction— It's an attempt to pull the country back to the center or left of center by taking a famous podcaster, and moving the Overton window to a new place. For many years there have been vast conspiracies about the Bilderberg meetings of the Illuminati. Of the Rockefeller family and the massive strings they have on the politics of America. I have even pointed out that when things start getting too real and investigative journalism threatens to find that doorstep with the assassin's bullet still chambered in the sniper rifle, a barrage of UFO stories permeate the news cycle to get us all to look at the distraction as if it were the most important thing in the world. But the killers live in the house of the party of Davos, and they have been caught panicking now that their long-laid plans are suddenly in jeopardy because global populism is blowing those plans up as we speak. Trump was supposed to be gone by now. People were supposed to have all been trained to do what the authorities told them to do with COVID. People are supposed to be looking at Russia's Putin when it's China that owns most of our Washington, D.C. political class. The hydra that has grown from the warnings of Andrew Jackson and is a behemoth of insatiable fury and corruption now is loose and people can see it. Some of the heads of that hydra are Bill Gates, Mitch McConnell, Mark Zuckerbucks, Tim Geithner, Nancy Pelosi, LeBron James, and many others, all connected to the same swamp monster. But instead, they are starting to fight back. And that populism push goes well beyond the Trump movement in America. It's a global issue, and it has these global killers worried. We know now who they are because they had to show themselves to attempt to get their arms around these stories, which are now spiraling out of control. And in their feeble attempts at control, they tried to make Joe Rogan a distraction, to show that the political left would eat its own if they misbehaved and did not take the word of the expert class at their source, and to stop there. The party of Davos has admitted control of American and global politics, our media culture, and now through woke ESG policies, many of our multinational corporations. And it's getting hot in that assassin's house, and they want a distraction. That was what the whole Joe Rogan controversy was all about. Rogan isn't all of a sudden a hero of the conservative movement. He's just an average guy who is just asking the kind of questions that members of a block party might consider under the drunken haze of alcohol and a college football game on in the garage. There isn't anything all that sophisticated going on with Joe Rogan. But the objective was to get us to look at him and be warned that it could happen to any of us if he can get the woke treatment of potential censorship. I always warn that those big $100 million deals aren't always for talent. Sometimes they are just a payoff to get control of a market because once you take the money, they own you forever. That's how the Hydra mentioned was born and set loose upon our political system. It didn't come from nowhere, but money fed the beast, and now it is loose to do its destruction. And with Joe Rogan, that indeed turned out to be the case. They let him in the door, paid him well, and ultimately we saw the result. Joe Rogan had to apologize for his crime of asking questions and the world saw the pain it put him through, all of it was a warning from that party of Davos, the unelected malcontents straight out of Carol Quigley's tragedy and hope. These villains fear most the rise of populism around the world because they know it leads to their undoing. And they hope they can put everyone back to sleep by pointing at Joe Rogan and saying, there is the radical, and that we might all follow in that assumption. But remember, it's just the laser pointer trying to get us away from their front door, where they are caught and exposed for the first time in over a hundred years. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.